At some point, you might have experienced receiving a gift from an excited young child. Maybe this was your son or your daughter or maybe a niece or a nephew, someone else. Uh, but oftentimes, a child, especially an excited child, will come to you and say, uh, you know, I bought you something. I bought you something at the store and uh, you're really going to love it and I wrapped it for you. And uh, if the child's not careful, the child will tell you what it is. So, but, um, and uh, oftentimes the child will say something like, you know, uh, your, your birthday is in like, you know, a few days, but if you really wanted to, you could open it today. The child is so excited about uh, giving this gift to you. I would offer to you that this is a picture of the Lord and how he wants to answer your prayers. Unfortunately, many people have a different view, a different understanding of the Lord. They kind of see him as this kind of this, this tyrant, you know, that this doesn't really care all that much. Kind of like this, this unjust judge uh, that the Lord told this parable about to help us understand how we always ought to pray. But what a lot of people forget is that in that parable, at the end of the parable, the Lord says that God is not like that unjust judge and that he delays answering. He doesn't. He answers speedily. So yes, we need to learn to go often to him like that woman did, but our Lord is nothing like that unjust judge in that he delays because he doesn't. But lots of people still struggle with this. They ask themselves, you know, does it really matter that I pray? I mean, God is God. He's in charge and he's going to do what he's going to do no matter what I say or what I do. Does it really matter that I go to him, that I ask him for things? I mean, he knows what I need. Why, why do I need to go and ask him? Does it matter? Do, does my prayer matter? I would say yes. Your prayers truly indeed matter because oftentimes, unless you ask, unless you go to the Lord, he won't respond. He's not going to force his graces and those things even that you need on you in most situations. The uh, Apostle James, he said in James 4, he said, you have not because you ask not. He says, but if you ask, God will respond to you. He says this over and over and over again in the scriptures. Psalm 50, verse 15, call upon me and I will deliver thee. Psalm 91, 15, when he calls to me, I will answer him. Jeremiah 33, 3, cry to me and I will hear thee. John 15, 7, Jesus says, if you remain in me, ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. Or St. Paul, when he's writing to the Romans in Romans 10, 12, he says, the Lord bestows riches, but not on everybody. He says he bestows riches on those who call upon him, on those who ask. You ever go into a difficult situation in your life, you're not sure what to do, how to make a decision, how to handle something? You need some wisdom? According to James, the Apostle James, all you need to do is ask. James 1, 5, if anyone of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all men generously, not like little bits and pieces, not stingily, 
generously and without reproaching. It doesn't bother him. He's not bothered at all when you come to him and you ask. He wants to give these things to you. And he's promising to do it. You need wisdom. All that you need to do is ask. St. Augustine, great early 4th century theologian, says that God has bound himself by his promises. He's bound himself. You know, uh, if, if he doesn't want to answer you, then why does he say over and over and over again about the scriptures? That if you come to me, that if you ask, I will respond to you. He says that because he means it. He wants to give you what you ask. But you have to go to him. You have to ask. You, know, you can see this especially if you were to stop for a moment and to reflect on your sins. You ever wonder why it seems that in the temptations and struggles and difficulties that you have, God allows you to be attacked, to be assailed by temptations and uh, wrongs, sins, enemies that are bigger than you, that are overwhelming to you. That on your own, you will fall every single time. Why does he do that? Because he wants you to turn to him. He wants you to ask. And with his help and with his grace, you can easily escape those temptations. If only you ask for the Lord's help. The church fathers were pretty much unanimous in this. You know, it said that there was an early consultation, all the, uh, you know, the ancient church fathers got together and they discussed this and they said, you know, what's the most effective prayer? that uh, we can offer up to the Lord just, you know, anytime you want to. And they chose this little uh, versicle out of the Psalms. It's, God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. This prayer is so important that priests are required to pray this prayer multiple times a day. And religious, uh, avowed religious and others, you know, in the liturgy of the hours, that's how we begin our prayers, by asking for the Lord's help. But you can pray at any time. God, come to my assistance. Lord, I need your help. Help me, Lord. It's great to pray this prayer, you know, uh, anytime throughout the day. It's great to pray it when you come to Mass. You know, sometimes it's hard to concentrate and to pray well, the Mass, to hear the readings, to hear the Lord's voice. But if you just ask him at the beginning of the Mass, when you're distracted during the Mass, Lord, help me. I need your help right now. He'll help you. He will. It's a powerful prayer, simply asking for his help. You know, the church fathers, they said that uh, prayer, going to the Lord, asking him for the graces that you need, especially the grace of perseverance, is essential for getting to heaven. They would say that uh, if you don't do this, you won't get to heaven. St. Augustine taught this, St. Basil, St. John Chrysostom, St. Clement of Alexandria, and others. You ought always to pray. So our Lord said that you heard today in Luke 18. Uh, theologians say that if you don't pray, uh, say you go for a month or two months without praying, and if this is a deliberate decision on your part, and you knowingly do this, then uh, this is a mortal sin, meaning that it separates you from God. 
potentially for eternity, if you don't turn back to the Lord and to repent. It's so important to sin. I'm not, not, not important to sin. So it's so important to, to pray if you're going to avoid sinning. Uh, St. John Chrysostom, he says, as water is necessary to prevent trees from withering, so prayer is necessary to save us from perdition. That means from hell, uh, from eternal separation from the Lord. We must pray. It's so essential. Going to the Lord, asking him for what you need. So does it matter? Does it matter if you pray? Yes, most definitely. The Lord wants you to come to him. He wants to hear from you. He's got these uh, this lavish riches to pour onto your life, to help you with temptations. Uh, it matters eternally. Does prayer matter? Yes, so much so. Yes. If you don't ask, you won't get. But if you ask, the Lord will pour his graces generously upon you. Why does he do this? Why does he require you to come to him? To ask him for what you need? Because he wants more than simply to pour graces upon you. Well, that's a good start. He wants you to find the joy and happiness and fulfillment of encountering him. This is what you were made for. You were made for a relationship with him to find your joy, your purpose in him. And until you do that, nothing else will make sense because that is what you were created for. Pope Benedict XVI, our emeritus pope said in one of his general uh, audiences, you were made for a personal, intimate encounter with Jesus and to experience his closeness, his friendship, his love. Only in this way does one learn to know him evermore and to love him and to follow him evermore. This is why he wants you to come to him, to come to him often, to come to him daily, to be with him. As our Lord said, we always ought to pray. Or a few chapters later, in Luke 21, 36, he says, Watch ye therefore, praying at all times. Or Paul to the Thessalonians, he says, Pray without ceasing. Our Lord came to this earth. He died for us to redeem us, to bring us back to himself. And now he wants us to respond. He wants us to come to him because he cares for us. He knows that we will only find our true and perfect happiness in him. And unlike the unjust judge who only responded to that woman, that widow, because she was bothering him incessantly, she kind of forced him, right, to, to respond. He's afraid that he was going to wear that she was going to wear him out if he didn't respond. God's not like that. He responds right away, our Lord says. Uh, Jesus says that, will God delay his elect? Will he delay his response to those who call out to him day and night? No, he says, that he will respond speedily. Isaiah 30, 19 says, when he hears, he will answer you. St. Ambrose, uh, uh, fourth century theologian's doctor of the church says, goes even further than this. He says that he who asks of God receives while he asks. Even as you're, you're barely even getting the request out of your mouth, out, out, out of your lips, and the Lord is already responding to you. St. Bernard, 
that great doctrine of theologian who died in 1153. He says, God is either going to give you what you've asked or something even better. Something he knows will be even more profitable to you. God doesn't delay. He's not like that unjust judge. He answers speedily. Why? Because he cares for you. He cares for this relationship with you, that you find your happiness in him. No prayer, daily prayer, ongoing prayer, it's the bedrock, it's the very foundation of your relationship with him. Uh, Our Lord said in that parable, he says that God will not respond to those who come to him day and night. So this is what I would encourage. If you're trying to get started and getting your prayers regular, daily, building that relationship, start by doing it at a very minimum, day and night. So at least, that means at least twice a day. So when you wake up in the morning, you're getting ready to roll out of bed and about, go about your routine. The very first thing that you do, as soon as you roll out of bed, roll out on your knees, right there, okay? Before you do anything else, before you go out to the bathroom, anything, uh, and say a quick little prayer to the Lord. This is traditionally what's called the morning offering. You could do a memorized prayer. If you Google morning offering, it's a beautiful Catholic prayer, so it will come up. You could memorize it because maybe you're afraid I'm going to be half asleep. I don't know what I'm going to say. So it's good to have a memorized prayer in that situation. Or you could say in Our Father, uh, in the Lord's Prayer. Um, or you could do a spontaneous prayer. Lord, help me today to be a good husband, a good wife, love my children, my family, to do well at work, to honor my employer. You know, uh, just any little prayer that you can do. You can start the day consecrating your day, offering your day up to the Lord, very first thing. So the Lord said, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be given unto you. So do that, very first thing. Uh, that way, no matter what happens during your day, maybe you get distracted or get pulled this way and that, you're not able to get to your normal scheduled prayers for some reason, you have at least spent that, you know, uh, that moment with the Lord at the beginning of the day. Uh, get that in place. And then at the end of the day, as you're falling asleep, take some time as you're lying there in your bed to think back prayerfully over your day with the Lord, uh, thanking him for the graces and gifts that he's given to you. Maybe considering those times that he was speaking to you and you missed it. Or maybe there was a time that he was speaking to you and uh, you want to reflect on that more and uh, take this joy out of the encounter that you had with the Lord that day. Maybe there's some things you messed up, some sins. You can offer those up to the Lord. Uh, but spend some time with him at the end of the day before you fall asleep. Some of the saints talk about one of the most beautiful things that you can try to do, and they would encourage this, is to fall asleep uh, telling the Lord how much you love him. Imagine if that was the last words out of your mouth, the last thought in your mind before you drifted off into sleep. Beautiful way to end the day. Will the Lord fail to respond, Jesus says, to those who call to him, to cry out to him day and night? No, he will respond speedily. He wants to be with you. He cares about the joy, the relationship that you have with him. That's primary. So very important to prayer, these daily prayers. Does it matter if you pray, if you ask the Lord for what you need. Yes, it is essential. It matters. If you don't ask, you will not receive. But if you do ask, the Lord wants to pour his lavish graces upon you. If you'll ask, ask daily. 
ask in the morning, ask in the evening. It's essential for overcoming temptations. Um, It's essential for getting to heaven, to build that relationship with the Lord, to encounter him daily. So pray and do not lose heart. Instead, grow evermore in your relationship with the Lord through ongoing, persevering daily prayer. Amen.